listener production. We popped the lid on the Tupperware and it's passed the sniff test. But it's still good. And now we're reheating it just for you. These are the best bits of Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, hello there. Happy Monday. Look at us. We're back here. Hope you had a good week with Veronica, Milson and friends. Uh, super cool hanging out. Uh, Matt O'Kine, we're uh, slipping back in with a couple of our uh, more favourite moments for a week of... Uh, all day breakfast here coming up. Yeah, we thought we'd give you a couple of best of shows and we thought we'd sort of break them up into themes. Uh, you know, mm. we like to do different things here at All Day Breakfast. Uh, interviews, chat to you, uh, some sketches, music. So we thought uh, let's have a look at some of the best ofs that we've done for each of those sort of genres over the past 18 months. Oh, man, what a ride it's been. And um, we're going to kick things off today with um, a few of the sketches that we've put through, which we like putting um, like putting to wear. I mean, a, a lot of credit should also go to Chris Marsh um, in the audio team for um, producing, producing a few of our silly ideas. Like I, this one's not in there, but one recently <laughs> where we were just we did um, <laughs> we did Daddy Short Legs. Like it's very funny on, on the meetings just saying, all right, Marshy, what we want is just some music so we could yell, Daddy Short Legs over it or something like that. And, you, and it always comes to the party and it works very well. Well, hold on. Don't just thank Chris Marsh. We've also got to thank our producer, Bron. Jump on, Bron, please. Hello. Now you have had to really take a starring role in a few of these sketches as well. How's that? Have you been prepared for that role? I'm never prepared and I'm ne- not a one-take wonder. So every line has had to be done about three or four different times. No, Bron, you not a one-take wonder. Would a not a one-take wonder do this? Yodale, yodale, yodale. <laughs> yeah? Didn't yeah. think so. I hate right. that that's on the button bar. <laughs> so we are going to be jumping jumping into it today, but um, we've also got to thank... We've got to, let's keep the thank yous going, Motokine. Got to thank your, um, your office neighbour for putting up with a few of the sketches as well. Oh, yeah, look, um, <laughs> the guy's upstairs, um, Bob. Has he, he been recording uh, from home during Sydney's outbreak? I've been recording from home over the most recent lockdown and Bob um, bumped into me on the stairs and said, uh, so this this podcast you're doing, is it? I'm not a cross podcast, but it, is it live? I said, yeah, you know, we caught it live. He said, yeah, you know, the, the sort of, because I'm always hearing the, you know, the yelling and all that <laughs> stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, no worries, Bob. And then I went back downstairs and then suddenly two seconds later I'm recording, Daddy's short legs! <laughs> so I've um, just been like, what? Thank you and apologies to all involved in our, in our sketches, but uh, we've curated a few of the um, the better ones for you from the last 18 months and hope you enjoy them today as part of this uh, this week of uh, retrospectives on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Let's get stuck right in. Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, Matt O'Kine, in the midst of a pandemic, we do have to look to our leaders um, to get us through. And I think it benefits you if they're good to look at. And it turns out that maybe it's just the reassuring nature of these people who are getting us through this uh, really trying time, or it's the chiselled features, but... A couple of chief health officers around Australia and the world are getting some, getting a fair bit of loving. Oh, bro, they are winning our hearts and our minds uh, over the last few months. I mean, to be honest, I'd never given them a thought. 
chief health officers. <laughs> I had never. I'd literally, if someone said I'm the chief health chief health officer of Australia, I'd be like, oh, I can you arrest me? Like, is that what you? Do? I don't know what that is, but. They're now they're on every single screen, every single day. We know every mm. single state chief health officer. They're getting us mm. through this. They're winning this battle. They are the, the leaders that we are needing right now. And it's sweeping the world. In New Zealand, um, Laura Daniel, who's an incredible comedian, she won um, Dancing with the Stars. She recently released a, uh, a, a little song that's called I Don't Want to Bone Your Bloomfield, um, which is about <laughs> Ashley Bloomfield, their chief health officer, because he's been uh, winning some hearts uh, with his with his appearances on TV. I don't want to bone your Bloomfield. Just tell me about Corona Bloomfield, because that's what you do best. You know about the test. I don't want to pass your Ashley. Incredible work. And back home in Australia, a picture of... Chief Health Officer Brett Sutton has come out of him in his younger days and it had people, particularly Gen X, absolutely swooning. Uh, the long hair, the chiselled features, getting put on par with Drazik from Heartbreak High, oh. which is the highest compliment <laughs> a, a male in Australia could be paid when it comes to their looks, um, which is pretty incredible. In fact, there's, there's pages dedicated to the attractiveness of Brett Sutton popping up around the place. And, Matt, we've actually got an exclusive interview with one of the creators of Brett Sutton is Hot, the Facebook page, which has thousands of people now subscribed to it. They wanted to remain anonymous and just, you know, watch from afar, but they join us right now. Hello, Anonymous. Hello, how are you? Oh, we're good, thank you, Anon. Um, Now, how long have you considered... Uh, Brett Sutton, a chotty, as they call him now, a chotty being the chief health officer hottie. Well, I was trying to work out when it all started and I realised that my first post was on Facebook in early July. So it's only been a month. Fair enough. Okay, and when was it the first time, uh, do you recall, was it a press conference? Was it the old photograph of him in the younger days that sort of sparked something? Do you know what? It was the Eddie Vedder photo. That's what it was. I yep. saw it online and I thought, who is this man? And then I did some research um, and, yeah, I, I decided to watch a bit more of Dan Andrews' press conference. <laughs> not for the life-saving information about uh, no, special lockdowns. <laughs> well, 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 I mean... Usually it's Hollywood putting up their poster people, um, you know, gaining the uh, likes and the views, using attractive people. But now suddenly the governments are doing it to make sure that we all stay alert. Marie Cardi posted that photo just recently. She said, uh, how are we all feeling about this smoking photograph of Victoria's current chief health officer who we all dated in 1997? Because that's what he does. He does look like a, uh, a, a, you know, an old rocker from back in the day. You've taken it a step further here, though, Anonymous, because many people... People, including myself, admired the looks of Brett Sutton. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't go to Facebook and start a page. Talk us through <laughs> that moment where that became a, a real thing. Okay, so I wrote a status in early July, and I just—it was my secret, sort of secret shame crush. And um, and, I, and I just asked my friends, and I said, "Is it just me, or is Chief Health Officer Brett Sutton, from certain angles, when he's looking stressed and dishevelled, with my exact words, kind of hot?" <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure he'll be blown over by that compliment, Anonymous. <laughs> well, we're going to keep him a little bit grounded, right? Okay, so, so 
Um, and then I had an influx of friends just saying, I thought it was my secret shame crush. Um, I can't believe that you think the same thing. And then another friend said, there's no um, groups or pages on Facebook dedicated to his hotness. And uh, <laughs> I, just, I thought, this is a great opportunity, <laughs> you know, for 10 of my friends just to have like a, a more of a tagging kind of thing, the tagging group or a tagging page rather than a page with content on it. Um, so I made it and I kind of just sat there with nothing on it um, and people were finding it and following the page and I was thinking, oh, shit, there's pressure on me now to add um, content. So, yeah, that's kind of how it happened. It's not really, it's not really glamorous. But Meanwhile, 10,000 followers later and... Uh, <laughs> Brett is red hot right now. This is incredible stuff. Yeah. What's been your most popular meme so far? I think the dancing Brett one, the, the leave your mask on, has been the most shared. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's, it's awful. Um, but it's been the most shared and commented on of all of the posts. Well, there's right. some incredible. There's re- really some incredible stuff on the page. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> thank you very much for that. And look, we're with you, Anon. We just we've yeah. realised how much the chief health officers are doing, and not just around the country, Absolutely. but around the world. And it's and it's their time to yeah. shine. They've literally never been so hot in the world right now. Yes, exactly. And, you know, they've all got a job to do. They're doing it so well. um, And it's just lucky for us that these people also have not only the brains but the the looks to back it up as well. And um, we're not the only ones who've noticed this, including yourself and Non. Actually, the producers over at Channel 10 have realised that Australia and the world are thirsty for their (laughs) chief health officers, okay? And, in fact... They're putting together a new season of The Bachelor in Paradise, but instead they're just using some of these medical professionals who are all going to be clumped on an island together. It's um, Chief Medical Officers in Paradise is the name of the upcoming series. And actually we've got a sneak peek at the trailer. This week on Chief Health Officers in Paradise... White House Chief Medical Officer Anthony Fauci makes a bold statement at the opening dinner. Warm greetings to you all. In the next phase of your lives, all of you, directly or indirectly, will be doing Tony Fauci. Victorian Chief Health Officer Brett Sutton reveals the new nickname for his bedroom. The House of Delight. And also has a hot date with Bianca. Hi. So, Brett, why are you in paradise? Today's. Yeah, I'm here to date too. So what kind of women do you usually go for? Adults over the age of 18. <laughs> well, I fit into that category. Can I get you a drink? How do you like your martinis? With over 60% alcohol. Wow. You've got a really high tolerance. I bet you last a long time in the sack as well. For at least 20 seconds. Uh, that's really not that long, Brett. That's a significant route. Significant route. Plus, plus, witness the fireworks as New South Wales Chief Health Officer Dr Kerry Chant gets confronted by her lover, Fabiano. I'm here to just talk today. Yeah, Kerry, we do need to talk. What's what's going on? I'm starting to hear rumours. Don't go there. If- oh, I'm going there. I thought we had a connection. Now I'm hearing you're running around with all sorts of guys on the island. That's correct. Oh, my God. Who have you been seeing behind my back? An incredibly extensive list of people. What? 
How, how many? So we're probably up around um, roughly around 40. Oh, wow. I can't believe this. Is, is that why you were giving me those excuses last night? Had a headache, felt a bit fatigued. But I... Oh. Still thought we were getting along so great. I mean, you said you loved my deodorant. Lynx? Yeah, Lynx Africa. I mean, that's always worked on the ladies. I just don't understand how you fell for these other guys. Often we have the impression that the people we're associating with day in, day out are sort of safe and we might let down our guard. Yeah, well, I certainly hope you were safe. Crude. Well, maybe, but do I have anything to worry about? I want you to go and get tested. Oh, my God. So tune in this week for Chief Health Officers in Paradise. My apologies. It's a Best Bits breakfast buffet. What tasty treats shall we indulge in next? Maybe this one. Now, Matt O'Kine, we did have a little chat about Pennyworth, uh, which, as we all know, is the uh, the spin-off of Batman about Alfred Pennyworth, the butler, and his origin story. As to as to how he came to be working for the Waynes, uh, f- direct from an SAS soldier all the way through finishing school to be one of the most polite people in that particular series and in Gotham City as a whole. Um, we also talked about the Bumble Bumbledorf, Dumble Dumbledoof, <laughs> Bumble Bumble Bumbledee. What a muggle! I, I'm um, not no, even Dumbledore is Dumbledore, the yes. head principal of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, and uh, yeah, that's spit off including Jude, Jude Law um, being Albus Dumbledore is in the works as well, which led us to think that you know spinoffs. This is where the money is, Matt. We need to get on board. So as well as suggesting a few of our own uh, spinoff ideas, we asked you which characters from popular culture do you think should have their own television. Series and yeah. we had some excellent suggestions. Chris got in touch on Instagram, which you can always do at Matt Dunn Alex. Uh, he said, Spinoff idea Llama wants a wife. <laughs> this is based on your troubles with the Minecraft llama that's been waking you up at night, Alex Dyson. <laughs> so, uh, so the, the plot is when Alex and Woods' house is struck by lightning, Woods' Minecraft llama comes to life and he's on the search for love. Uh, Chris has also said that llama is voiced by Osher Gunsberg. So he's, he's uh, casting high there, but yeah. yeah, look, I could see it. Unfortunately, we couldn't get Osher at short notice, but we also had an excellent suggestion from Alana, who's at Laney Rosso on Instagram, who's has a spin-off idea about this character. Hi, kids. Do you want to meet healthy Harold? Well, guess what? He's coming to visit you very soon. We're going to have lots of fun together, learning about our feelings, keeping healthy and staying safe. Healthy Harold the Giraffe. Oh, yep. What a flashback. I'll never forget. I know, sitting in that little trailer. The healthy Ed van. Year seven. I remember that's where I learned that steroids make, make your testicles shrink. I remember that um, in the health when they were talking about smoking and they played and Harold helped us play a sketch about the first person to pitch cigarette smoking as an idea to someone. It's like, oh, I've got this great idea about smoking. It's like, what do you do? It's like, oh, you just put it in your mouth and you suck in. I was like, oh, cool. Is it good for you? Nah, 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 nah. It's it's actually really bad. It causes cancer. And he's like, oh, okay. Does it taste good? It's like, oh, nah, nah, nah. It smells of smoke. I still remember that and I've never smoked. So That's pretty good. That, yeah. That's red hot. That's from, some uh, piping hot education. content from, uh, from the Life Ed van <laughs> and Harold. Uh, but Alana's message reads thus, I have a spin-off idea that involves healthy Harold the giraffe puppet from the 90s primary school life education vans. He used to teach kids not to do drugs, but now 
his job has been replaced by an online webinar. He's out of work and turns to hard drugs. I get an 80% hit rate with people I tell about Healthy Harold. I feel like this was a thing in the 90s. Uh, so I reckon people are ready to get a spin-off. And Matt O'Kine, we agreed with Alana. And so with the help of audio producer Chris Marsh, have put together a, uh, a new story for Healthy Harold in 2020. The view from the top was pretty good. Australia's favourite giraffe, Healthy Harold, is back. Healthy Harold helping once again. Oh, Healthy Harold, love ya! The Order of Australia for his tireless work turning kids away from illicit substances goes to Healthy Harold. Yeah! On you, Harold! Thank you so much, Harold. You're a champ, Harold. Harold! But when you keep sticking your neck out for people... You're wearing yourself to the bone, Harold. Can't you just take a day off? And risk a child making a bad health decision? No way, Janine. It's only a matter of time until someone steps on it. But, but Principal Franklin, you can't do this. I'm sorry, Harold. The board has made its decision and it will only be accepting health advice from humans from this point forward. But Janine, I'll find a new job, I promise. I'm sorry, Harold. I just can't see myself marrying an unemployed giraffe who lives in a van. It's over. No! Hey, big boy. Want a hit? No. Thank you. I I only eat leaves. Well, these are leaves. Just a special kind of leaf. Well, I guess one little taste can't hurt. The suspect is listed as 10 foot 6, yellow and brown skin. What's a giraffe like you doing in a place like this? I'm just looking for someone to give me a hand. Harold! Can't we just end this? I'm sorry, Chief. Haven't you heard? I'm bad for you. Healthy Harold. Reflux. Rated giraffe. All day breakfast. Are having some time off to clear the backlog on their Netflix queue. So, in the meantime, here are some of their best bits. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. In November 2019, Australian adventurer Norman Springer fell into a crevasse while hiking New Zealand's Tasman Glacier. There, he was enveloped within the ice, where he entered a state of suspended animation. He wasn't discovered until March 2020, an entire four months later, where doctors incrementally raised his core temperature and miraculously were able to revive him. Physically fine, Norman's biggest challenge was adjusting to life in the future, a future where everything had changed and the world knew him as the Ice Man. 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 Doctor, he's waking up! Oh, you're right, Sharon. Looks like your brother is regaining consciousness. What? What? Where am I? Is that you, sis? It is. I thought you were dead. I'm not, sis. I'm here. Come on. Give me a hug. Norman, it's April 2020. Okay, you're in the future. A lot's changed since you fell in that glacier. Whoa. I want to hear about everything. Come on, Sharon. Let's go down the pub and you can tell me all about it. 
next week on The Ice Man. Phew, it's good to be home. I just want to recover from my ordeal. Sharon, where's the remote? Can we chuck on some Friday night footy? Oh, Iceman, there is no footy. Take me back! These are the best bits of Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Matt, I'm pretty experienced at these lockdowns now. Looking forward to a good weekend uh, on the box. But um, potentially I could... Uh, Sneak out by jumping on the uh, the old private school bus and heading out to the forest. <laughs> Get out of oh, my 10, 10k exclusion zone. <laughs> Do you know what? I am sick and tired of this private schoolboy bashing that's been going on in the media. <laughs> the media. All right. How dare you make fun of these struggling. <laughs> Young whippersnappers. Well, I mean, if that's if money can't buy you everything, then what the hell can it buy you? <laughs> well, I tell you what, it can buy you a six-month school camp uh, at the south of Sydney, Scots College, an elite all-boys private school in Bellevue Hill. Uh, received express permission from New South Wales Health to leave Sydney during a lockdown, so its students can uh, enjoy their annual six-month camping trip to the southern. Highlands, uh, Scots College describes the trip as a rite of passage into manhood. It sees the students uh, attend a stay, a stay at Glengarry Residential Campus in the Kangaroo Valley for six months. The length, what? Showing it's not a regular, a regular what? excursion. Other schools cancel excursions; they're not regular. This one, an irregular excursion. That's right, six month excursion. Wait, 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 wait! They go away for six months. Yeah, if you were, if. You were a, you know, had a boy at a private school who was in year nine. You'd want to get rid of him for six months, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst well, I guess, year. I guess what I guess what you spend on the camp, you'll save on <laughs> tissues. <laughs> <laughs> Makes perfect sense now. But people are a little bit uh, annoyed because it's it does. It's just the optics of it, you know. Once again, the private school boys are able to uh, to skip town. And that comes after the recent uh, one where 160 private school boys copped a Pfizer vaccine uh, in what was described by officials as an error. Uh, they just rocked up, copped the jab. Uh, 160 in a row. Whoops, whoops, Bro, whoops. it's so wild. Like, I mean, I, did, I, used to, I used to do some work at Scott's College. It is genuinely beautiful. Like, mm. the, the every it does not look... Wait anything like the school that I went to. And I went to a pretty good school. Did Scott's College, did they hire Mr O'Kine as a substitute teacher? No, God, no. They didn't let me near their education uh, <laughs> department whatsoever at all. No, I was the host of the uh, Scott's Fest, the outdoor short film festival. Oh, really? Man, they... the screen alone, I swear that the, the big outdoor cinema screen that they put up for this event cost more than my whole school. Like, it, it, <laughs> it was in... It was amazing. It was one of those times where I, where I went to this, I went to Scott's College. I saw the facilities that they have, the access to equipment that they had to mm. make these short films, which looked better than half the stuff you see on you know commercial television. Goodness me! I mean, what, I mean, what was your like? What was your school like? Oh, Warnable College. <laughs> I tell you what, mate. We um, look. I I did go on the prestigious Warnable College debating team. Um, and that, that was, uh, in order to do that, you, you go and get a blazer from the library. You have this, you have this tag at the back of it, choose small, medium or large, and rock up down to the, 
to the. So uh, what? Everyone didn't get a like. Everyone didn't no, have a blazer. Didn't have blazers. I, the the closest I had <laughs> the closest uniform I had to have was I said they said oh could you please just have a plain white undershirt we could see Reebok through your <laughs> 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 through your overshirt and I like my school shoes they were just like added at black added as runners like it was. It was pretty. I think it was, the school Man. fees were about one hundred and eighty dollars a year for books. And Dude, stuff. I remember one year I got paid to go to school. What do you, you mean? Like, because because our school fees were something like one hundred and eighty dollars, and then mm. there was like this school book rebate that you got <gasps> for to buy your textbooks. And then I remember just going to the school office and going, "I'd like to pay for my school fees with this school book rebate." And then they were like. Well, there's eight dollars left over. Oh like, yes, I'll just, please! I'll just have it, and I went and got a like a chalky oak. <laughs> it was great days. <laughs> Didn't even have to canoe home. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what the boys are doing. Uh, from uh, Scotts College, over six months, they canoe, hike, and bike back to Sydney for two hundred kilometres. So it's pretty good. Uh, they then become men officially. Uh, at the, I'm sure there's some sort of man induction ceremony when they get to the end. Probably just decide which job they're given in the private sector. <laughs> they have to they, they get dropped in Kangaroo Valley and they have to find their way back to the whichever law firm that they're going to end up an immediate partner of. <laughs> Just breadcrumbs trailing leading them to JP Morgan head office. <laughs> Sourdough breadcrumbs. We're not we're not doing the normal yeah, square slice with Devon. We're not <laughs> doing that. Well, it, it does seem to be a little bit of a pattern. And so we did do a little bit of digging. And actually, Matt, we have found some audio of some other examples where it seems like being a private schoolboy has its advantages. All right, I'm the sheriff. I'm going to be taking over this crime scene. We want to set up a perimeter just around these trees over here, and then we're going to be sending forensics down and making sure that the scene is properly... Sheriff Watson? Oh, yeah? Who the hell are you? Detective Pernips. I'm from the FBI. I'll be taking over from here. Thank you. Oh, boy, they've already sent down the feds. Okay. Look, things are going to be running a little bit differently around here, boys. Uh, This ain't no two-bit operation like it used to be, okay? I want full access over the entire Excuse field. Excuse me, officer. You're not allowed to be here, kid. Get out of here. No, no, no. I'm Montgomery Weasel, New South Wales private schoolboy. Oh. I'll take it from here. Master Weasel, I'm so sorry. No worries. I just want my canoe set up next to the boat ramp there. Let's get my Xbox games over in the corner here, please. And I want this cupboard to be for my mum's North Face jackets. All right, come on, let's move it. This is one small step for man, one giant leap for... Oh, uh, excuse me, excuse me. Sorry, 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 Neil. Um, Michael here from Hills West Private School uh, in New South Wales. I've just got a couple of the boys here. We're just taking a quick trip through and we thought maybe they could just jump in ahead of you, if that's okay. Uh... Yeah, okay. Hey, Declan. Come through here, please. Graham, yep, no, just come through here. Sorry, Neil, just get out of the way. Sorry, sorry, yeah, that's fine. No, pull your pants. No, no, Mooney, come on. Oh, bloody lads. Hey? <laughs> Hilarious. Houston, we have a problem, child. Your Honour, yes, my client was clocked doing 150 in a school zone. Yes, they had the money they embezzled flying out of their blazer pocket. But the prosecution failed to take into account... 
that my client attends a prestigious private school in New South Wales. Oh, well, case dismissed. And tell your client I'll see his dad at the 30-year reunion. And there's your champagne ham and calamata olives. Okay, um, number 45? Number 45? Uh, yeah, I'm number 45. There you go. Um, that's not a number. That's just your school ID card. Exactly. Private school ID card. Oh, well, in that case, the marinara is on us. And now, at the 45th Annual Logie Awards, the Silver Logie for Best New Talent goes to... for his starring role in a leaked public transport video in which he led a misogynist chant... It's Theodore Brumlingham! Yeah, pretty incredible that I could win this without ever being on TV. Uh, thanks to everyone who liked the videos, slid into the DMs. Yeah, if Mum's Volvo hadn't broken down, wouldn't have even been on the bus with all them poor people, so thanks very much. Oh, thanks, Tyson. That's the end of our first Best Of show this week. Thank you for joining us. And isn't it funny listening back to Iceman? <laughs> 18 months later. That was a long time ago. I mean, if <laughs> we really thought this would all be over by then. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost sad thinking about it. We're like, it's not funny anymore, man. Too soon. Oh, man. What <laughs> I wouldn't give to just be popped in some ice and just someone uh, <laughs> crack it open when we're all done. Just please. Goodness me. Anyway, look, thank you very much for um, for joining us on that one. Hope you had a, a good trip along with us. Tomorrow we'll be back with a brand new best of for you. Which category will it be? Nobody knows. You'll have to find out. This is Matt and Alex all day breakfast. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Listener.